Hey, this morning we have a guest joining us here by phone. She's going to be presenting her show at the Wilson Performing Arts Center coming up in March, on March 9th and 10th, a Saturday and Sunday show. It's The Funny Fiddle. And we have Chris Pendleton with us here this morning to tell us all about her show. Chris, how are you? I'm so great. So good to be talking with you, James. How are things? Wonderful. Are things over there? You bet. Very nice. Very good. It's getting closer and closer to spring every day. We're thrilled about that and also excited oh, yeah. about a show called The Funny Fiddle. Tell us about that show. Well, that is my show called, uh, yeah, it's Funny Fiddle and it's a comedy and music show. And uh, for people who have never seen it, I try to describe it as best I can as sort of a combination of Jack Benny and Carol Burnett, if they know who those two people are. They'll have a little bit of an idea. Um, rather than sketch comedy of Carol Burnett, though I'm a stand-up comedian, but there is a music element to my show as well, so it makes it, you know, perfect for the performing arts theater venues that I do, and I have a great time with these audiences with that show, so I'm looking forward to being there. What well, sounds like kind of a unique show. Have you seen anyone else do anything like this? No. <laughs> I don't know of anybody else who does anything <laughs> like that, fortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm alone in that market, Jim, all myself. <laughs> That's good to be at the top, isn't it? <laughs> mm -hmm, that's right. <laughs> I can claim any spot when it's just me. <laughs> that's right. Well, Chris, talk a little bit about how you got started. Is is, uh, is the fiddle something you've always played? No, I mean, I started when I was 10 years old, and then I played it up through uh, college. Uh, and then, you know, I decided, oh, I'm not going to, you know, pursue that for a career. And I didn't feel that classical music was my you know, main area of interest. And so I kind of put it aside for about eight years, and I was working for many years as a stand-up comedian. And when I started doing um, more corporate work outside of the comedy club market, uh, I included in the corporate work a lot of work with uh, cruise lines. And at that time, the audience was so much older than I was that I had to take out a lot of the material that I was doing in colleges and so forth. It just didn't reach that audience. And I thought, what were these people like? Oh, I could put music in. <laughs> so I went and grabbed the fiddle and uh, started to put a few things in the fiddle that um, they will see in the show, the fiddle part of the show. And uh, so what I do mostly in the show is uh, traditional music and also some, you know, some funny things in the, in the middle of the show with it. But I uh, really embrace a lot of the uh, traditional music of Canada, of, uh, you know, of America, and uh, will you know have have some unique music. I think that most of these people will not be familiar with, but I'm sure they'll enjoy. Uh, in addition to the comedy show. Well, I know when most folks think of the word violin, they they do think of classical. When they hear the word fiddle, they think, well, must be like country, bluegrass, something along those lines. Do you do a little yeah. of all of those types of things? I'm uh, there's a little bit of of both things in my show, and uh, some surprises that'll happen in the show that I that I won't tell people about now. They'll have to see when they come, Jim. <laughs> but um, I, people often ask me, they get confused about that. You mentioned the difference between violin and fiddle, and uh, you know, I've had people ask me that every show I do. What's the difference between a violin and fiddle? And of course, it's the same instrument, right? It uh, depends what kind of music you're playing on it, but fiddle is just a nickname for the violin. It's the same instrument. Uh, so really, I mean, even our greatest living violinist, in my opinion, is that Perlman calls his Stradivarius his fiddle. You know, it's just sort of an affectionate nickname for the violin. But generally, people who are doing traditional music, bluegrass, country, Cajun, that sort of thing, you, you would say they were fiddlers, they're playing a fiddle. Uh, I tell people the better question is what's the difference between a violinist and a fiddler? And the answer is about $100,000 a year. So clearly I've taken the wrong path. Then. <laughs> but too late now. Too late now. <laughs> As long as you're having fun, right? <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> hey, tell me about the audiences. How do they react to your shows? 
Uh, well, fortunately, pretty well, you know. <laughs> I started off, I had a great motto. I said, you know, if I can make just one person laugh a night in my show, I'm going to have to get a second job. So I determined that I was going to make more than one person laugh in the show. And so I've, uh, I've got a show that works pretty well for a broad age range. That's especially important when you do some of the corporate work I do. I don't know if you've ever uh, done any cruising, but mm-hmm. we have a very broad age range in the cruise market when I'm out there. I just came back from uh, several weeks on tour with Holland America Cruise Line. And so, you know, we had kids and we had people in their 90s and everything in between. So I've uh, been able to put together a show that seems to work pretty well for all of them. I always have a great time with these audiences. I find that the uh, performing arts venues are the same audience as you find on the cruise line. There are people who like to laugh. They appreciate a show that is not off-color, and they like to have the musical component to it. So I think it's always been a great fit for those two particular audiences, whether on, you know, on sea or, or on land in the theaters. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of a, uh, a good place to be. Because you fit into an area where, you know, people think of comedy these days, and we kind of know how blue comedy can get sometimes. Um, you don't want the kids in the room necessarily for all of that stuff. But, uh, you know, th- then they think about the, you know, being able to enjoy something that's, uh, that's fresh, uh, that makes everyone laugh. It's kind of a, it's, it's an, interesting, uh, it's an interesting needle to thread. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. Certainly a lot of what you see on television um, is a lot of uh, material you might not want to see your, your kids watching or your grandmother <laughs> or anything like that. And that's just never been my area. Even when I worked in the comedy clubs, I never did a blue show. It just wasn't my style. And, um, I mean, I, I have seen some comedians who, who work that way, and I, I think they're very funny. It's just not me. Uh, so that's never been part of what I do. A lot of what I talk about are family things, you know, growing up being an only child, having older parents, things like that. Um, so it's it's pretty relatable to uh, to most, you know, adult people. That's, that's another question I get. Do you do an adult show? Well, what they mean by that is do you do an off-color show or an X-rated show? And I say, no, I don't. I do a grown-up show. You know, uh, ch- children don't understand my show very well because I'm talking about grown-up things, of course, you know. Um, but there's nothing in it that is going to be, you know, detrimental <laughs> to children to hear, and they, they find something they enjoy in it usually. Sure, sure. Well, I, I tell you, Chris, I've talked to a number of comedians over the year, folks who present on stage, and uh, I'm always curious as to where they come up with their material because some tell me that it's based on, uh, they actually spend time writing. They spend a lot of time sitting down and trying to write material, others just observing, and others uh, kind of play off what they know and their experiences in life. How, where do you fit? Well, that's me. It's it's more observational of just saying I talk a lot about things that have happened in my life or things that I see in my life. And um, I, I don't usually sit down in front of a computer and write. An idea will, you know, come to me during the day or from an experience that I've had or, you know, uh, it, it just kind of happens organically for me. And I think, oh, that needs to go in the show. And then you know, I'll just try it in the next show and see how it flies. Yeah. And, of course, then you've got the, uh, the combination of mixing that music into it as well. Is that something that's pretty easy mm-hmm. for you to do? Oh, yeah, it's an easy segue to do, and uh, it's always, you know, uh, for me, it's an exciting, fun change in the show. I enjoy talking with the people for a while, and the first part of my show is stand-up, and then the music comes later into the show. And, yes, I'm always looking forward to that when I get my pause on the fiddle, you know, and then we go forth from there. Yeah, nice way and, to keep the uh, show fresh, too. Yeah, it, well, it's something different, you know, it's a little bit, uh, not everything in the show is, is something people expect, and so I think that's one of the hardest things to do anymore is to surprise people 
a little bit with the show. People are, you know, always, you know, Googling things and looking up things online, and, you know, they, they want to know every little detail, and I don't put every little detail of my shows out there because I want to have something, you know, different and uh, a little unexpected uh, in the shows when I, when I can. You bet. Well, in your line of work, I'm guessing you do an awful lot of traveling. You mentioned cruise ships. You uh, get to travel all over? Oh, yeah. I was recently in Tahiti and Hawaii, uh, down in the Caribbean, Grand Cayman, um, Cartagena, Colombia, uh, Belize, uh, St. Kitts, <laughs> Fort de France. But what I'm really looking forward to, Jim, is being in Red Oak because I hear they have a water tower that's a photo opportunity. And let me tell you, I've cleared my calendar. I'm bringing my camera because I cannot wait to get to this water tower. I've heard so much about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some more material along the way. You never know. I feel almost certain I'll have the camera and also a small notebook with me, but I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> well, life is funny sometimes, and uh, sometimes the things we experience and, and the things we do are kind of funny if you look at them the right way. So it's just about how you uh, how you view things, how you experience it. That's right. It's the be- I think the best things happen, you know, in comedy when they're based on things that happen to you and to other people, so we can all relate to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, We've relatability. We've all seen it Absolutely, yeah. And, and I, I love, you know, I grew up myself in a pretty small town. I grew up in a little town called Irmo, South Carolina, and that's spelled I-R-M-O, and we had it proudly emblazoned on our band uniforms, and I was in the marching band in high school, and we'd go to all these band competitions, and people asked, what does that mean? And we would tell them, it means I raise more okra, and they believed us, and so we just stuck with it. <laughs> It's all in the way you look at it, see? Uh, that's right. That is right. That's right. Those shows coming up uh, Saturday, March 9th, 7.30 p.m., an evening show, and then a Sunday matinee, Sunday, March 10th at 2.30 p.m. at the Wilson Performing Arts Center in Red Oak. If you'd like tickets, wilsonartscenter.org is where you can find them online or just give the box office a call at 712-623-3183. for the adult tickets, $20 for students, and what do you get for that? You'll get a fun evening or afternoon with Chris Pendleton with the Funny Fiddle program. Chris, uh, thank you so much for the time here today. Best of luck with the show. Thank you so much. I can't wait to be there. It's great talking with you, Jim.